So as part of these night services, we love people telling their stories and how God has worked in their lives and just sharing a little bit of their journey. journey. And so I would like to invite Maddie tonight. He'll be sharing with us. Woo! So Maddie, before you start, um, can you just tell us what do you do during the week? So I am a nurse at the Alfred Hospital. I'm doing a graduate program and started in July. Cool. Um, another question that might be a little bit more personal is that if you joined circus, what would your circus act be? <laughs> oh, so many. Yeah, okay, so I love being a mermaid at the beach. <laughs> so I would be like the little mermaid, or I'd be at the back like shoveling up poo because I'd want to play with the animals like all the time. <laughs> cool, thank you. Awesome. All right. Thanks for that. I did have warning about that question, but I was not expecting that. Um, for, so hi, everyone. For those of you who don't know me or you've probably been at the church for ages, I am a new face. My name's Maddie. Um, I've been coming with Tom, Jenka, my fiancé, um, since last year, late last year. Yeah. <laughs> so, woo! Um, so we started joining Canary Gardens when we wanted to find a church together as a couple um, to branch out from our own individual um, journey. We just wanted to share that together. So thank you, Canary Gardens, for welcoming, up, welcoming us with open arms. Um, I'd just like to thank my family for coming. That was really special. <laughs> um, so just a bit about me. So my testimony, like everyone here, you've got so many different levels of it. You've got the surface level and then you've got everything deeper that you go with God. I'll just share a bit of that with you today. So... Raised in a very supportive family, Christian beliefs was really firm on just giving love, just outpouring of love. Um, my mother and father have always been very supportive of me and my two sisters, so I'm the youngest of three. We have a very big family that just keeps growing every year with new babies, new aunts and uncles that we just add into our family. Um, so that's kind of my background. I was born in Melbourne and we lived in Shepparton for a few years. If anyone doesn't know, that's a bit more northern Victoria, gorgeous area, a bit more bushy or country, as you would say. Then we moved to Melbourne, which has just been amazing because we've lived here ever since. Um, pretty much my journey from there is like any kid. You find a sport, you go to school and you just love life. I was very blessed to be part of a kids church ministry that my family actually were running. So my aunt and a friend of hers were running a kids church at another church, New Hope, which all our family got a part of. So we were leaders from junior kids church. We went to kids church and then eventually we led kids church as leaders. Just like any church family, we all wanted to put in and do our part. So my week literally turned out being church Saturday, Sunday, and maybe doing a bit of admin during the week or being part of the worship kids team, which was like on a Thursday night. That was my life. One side of it. The other side was netball. I'm not sure anyone here who knows netball, put your hand up. Yeah, I've heard a few woos. <laughs> so netball is a fantastic sport. I recommend everyone to play it unless you have bad knees. Do not play it. Um, yeah. I saw a few hands to that too. So growing up, I loved netball and I loved church. That was literally what I did. I maybe did a few school activities, but really netball and church was all I did. I'd go straight from netball training straight to church. I'd go from netball training to young uh, youth, like small group, kind of equivalent here. We do a bit of Bible study and then to church after that. That was my life. And then when I got into high school, you know, your teenage years, you're a bit like, ooh, let's do some other things. No, I didn't. I kept to netball and church. <laughs> 
So that was literally my life for all of my uh, youth days. I joined a bit of a choir at my school, which, you know, when you go to high school, you always join a little group. We wanted to be the glee club, but we weren't as cool as that. Um, So I had netball, choir and church and family was always there. Now, coming to the latest season of my young teenagehood, well, about year nine, year 10, I actually tore my first ACL playing netball. Now, I'm not sure if many of you know the body, but when you tear an ACL, you generally have to get it reconstructed or you just stop playing sport, (laughs) which was not a possibility for me. So it was a bit of a heartbreak for me. I was shattered. Uh, That was what I was going to do. I was going to join state teams. I was going to keep going. That was what I thought. I thought, that's my ministry. God's given me church. He's given me training in kids' church and youth group. This is it. This is where God's going to take me. I'm going to minister to my netball friends. It's going to be great. We're going to play netball. Not to be. So I taught my first ACL. My family have been so supportive from that day and onwards. It It broke my heart. But to be honest, when I got back, I thought, yeah, this is it. One ACL, reconstructed, did my youth rehab, I'm fine. Got back, and then not too long after, I tore my second ACL. So when you play netball and you have two knee injuries, you don't tend to go back, (laughs) unless you're really a bit silly or really keen on your rehab. So that's when I realised that God had planted more seeds in my life than I could ever have counted. So I always thought kids' church and youth days were just building me and equipping me to just minister to those around me. Like, that was it. That was my life. Always thought of, yeah, ministry outside of the world. That'd be great. You can travel the world, see Africa. But no, I thought netball was going to be it. Well, turned out netball was not it. Now, for those who know me in my close circle know that that was a shocking discovery to find netball was not going to be part of my future. And so that's when I really turned to God. And I also turned to my family that he had around me. So all those years of kids' church leading, I thought that was me just giving, when really God was giving back to me through those people. I had a church family. I had my family. I had our ever-growing family of friends. And that's when God just really put seeds in my life. Growing up, I've also had a milestone in my family, and it's been our grandma. She has been the prayer warrior for my whole family. When anything has ever happened, we always look to her. Now, growing up, she had, I'm not sure if any of you have had this experience, but in her toilet, there was like a Bible verse near the door. Like some people have like times tables or spelling words. No, we had a verse on the door, and it was Psalms 118 verse 24. For this is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Now, ever since reading that verse on the toilet door, which was quite often because I'm human, everyone goes to the bathroom. Sorry, I'm a colorectal nurse. It's just, it was bound to happen. (laughs) So that verse has really just been the seed in my life. As a kids' church leader, bringing joy to kids. That was just natural, right? Like you're around kids. How can you not be joyful? However, when these things really drag you down, for example, my experience of realizing I wasn't going to be like a famous netball player, I realized, nope. Let's just have the joy in every day. Let's just find the joy, see what God's made, and just take it and run with it. Well, I thought that would be my only disastrous thing. We'll just move on from that, keep going through life. Loved singing, loved hanging with friends, wanted to join the worship team. Why not? Lo and behold, one camping trip, I sang a bit loud around a campfire, and I got nodes on my vocal cords. Not pitch-perfect style, and it was all glamorous and cool. It was painful. And I actually had to get surgery done on my vocal cords. Again, family have always been that rock for me. Not just the family that I was born into, but the family that I've grown 
in my life. So those friends that you think, yeah, they're like a sister to me. They are your sisters because they put that in your life. They give you that love. So then that was only like a year or two ago, two years now, where I had an operation on my vocal cords, which again, love singing and worshipping the Lord. But again, singing, that's been taken out a little bit. That's not how I'm going to necessarily minister. But what I've noticed through all this and that verse find joy in every day and just rejoice in it. Just be glad to live every day. That has been what's pushed me through. Going off that has also had its challenges because put your hand up here if being happy all the time is really easy. (laughs) It's not that easy. But how much fun is it when you are happy? How much happier does it make you feel when you are happy? Funny that. When you're happy, you get happier interesting or when someone walks in and you're having a not so good day and they're smiling two thoughts go through your head I want some of that and how can I get that or can you give it to me I have experienced this in the forefront of my life every day since as far as I can remember growing up in Shepparton our family were not as close to my aunt and uncles and grandparents we were a bit separated but as a unit we found the joy in the little things having fish and chips every Friday very nutritional totally recommend That, to me, was what I remember. I remember us coming together and celebrating the week just by having fish and chips. And then other than that, we would come home and have Christmas every year together with family. And that, that's where joy is. That's where I find my joy in those moments. Coming to Canterbury Canterbury Girls, that's my high school if you're wondering. (laughs) Coming to Canterbury Gardens and just seeing all your faces and learning about your days, that gives me joy. But in that, I've also found in my life is Finding the joy and rejoicing the day the Lord has made comes with its challenges from outside looking in. So people that don't necessarily understand that the Lord has made this day has brought many challenges in my life. The one verse that's helped push me through all these trials has also brought its own trials. So it's quite easy to say to someone who's in a good mood, hey, what a great day is it? Oh, look at this weather. It's amazing. Let's rejoice in it together. But when you find someone who's not in that place, they're not in that place of joy and happiness, it can be really hard to join them there because you want to bring them up to your level and not go down there. So going through high school years, I'd actually have friends ask if I was on drugs or if I was drunk because I was purely just happy to be at school. And it's weird, isn't it? Why is that something that could bring you down? But negativity like that has always been around and it always will be around. Because another lesson my grandma taught me, the rock of our family, is that the devil, if he can't destroy, he will distract. So my faith in the Lord, if he couldn't destroy it, he would put all the distractions known to man out there. And all the young adults, because this is predominantly young adults, I've only been in the stage of being a young adult. I haven't reached the older adult stage yet. I'm looking forward to it, but I'm enjoying this one. It's hard to find the joy in every day with everything that's around us jobs, friendships, maybe relationships with your family can be really hard. But I think the biggest thing I've found in my life is trying to find the joy that the Lord has made for that day. Being in the sorrow when it's there, being in the anger and frustration when it's there, but also learning it's okay to rejoice when no one else is. Be like David who tears his clothes and dances down the street giving praise to the Lord. Be that person that brings out that love of Christ to everyone else by showing that joy. That's really helped me over the coming years. And now coming up to coming to Canterbury Gardens, wasn't an easy journey. I'm very blessed to have my fiancé, Tom, who's been very patient with me. 
we've been trying to find a church that worked for both of us and then individually and as a couple. But what I've found in this season is learning to find the identity in him means you actually have to know what that means. You actually have to know who you are. You have to know what God wants in your life. So if he's put you in a place in work that you are the maybe the captain of your team or you're the person at the desk at the, what's called, checkout chick, you're the last girl that that customer sees, you're all part of a bigger plan than what you can see. And I've definitely found that finding a new church, I wanted to take in everything. I wanted everything to be in my fingertips. I wanted to be a part of this. I wanted to be a part of that as well as work and be part of my family and then make new friends and join a new sport. But realizing that he's put you in a particular place in your life to reach out to those around you. Now, my testimony has many other curves and crosses as you go. But what I really want to share with you is that you may see me around smiling and bubbly. And I can guarantee there's something funny going in my mind. There's like a joke I really want to tell you. That happens most of the time. I love puns. But the biggest thing that I'm thinking every day is for this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Because if we can't rejoice in what the Lord's given us today, how much greater could we then rejoice in heaven? And another thing I want to share with you was, I can't find it in my page. Here it is. Is that 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 is actually what Mel and Paul, that's a small group that I go to with Tom, Mel and Paul said this one small group session and it stuck with me. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17. In Christ we are a new creation and the old has passed away. I have found that more and more the longer I look back in my life, I look at that girl that I was when netball was my priority. We're going to netball training to get fit, going for those really long runs to be the best that I could be. How much shorter I didn't realise that I was always that new creation in his eyes. So when I went to church, I was so excited. I knew who I was. I loved Jesus. Worshipping him was so much fun. But then when I got to netball, there were times where it got hard. How do I tell my netball friends about Jesus? How do I show them about Jesus? Because if we keep acting like our old self, how can we truly be in that promise that we are a new creation in his eyes? And so that's pretty much my testimony for now. (laughs) Um, yes, yeah, so yeah, just wanted to share with you a little bit about me, and that was me. 